You are listening to the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show podcast on Gear 30 Radio. Adventure for your ears. Shop Gear 30 premier mountain equipment and improve your outdoor experience. Gear 30 Radio! Jim Skaggs, thanks for coming on to the show. Uh, You are the Buffalo Run race director. We're coming up on the Buffalo Run here pretty quick. Yep. The Buffalo Run is uh, March 21st and 22nd of this year, and uh, registration closes on February 28th. Is there still room? Get your injuries. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't have any any, uh, limits on entries except for ones that are self-imposed. Yeah, and uh, entries. We, I think I have mm, probably close to six hundred so far. Okay, so down a little bit from the. And past that's overall couple. the categories. Yes. Okay. Overall four distances. Okay. How many did you have last year? Uh, the last couple of years, I've had over seven hundred show up. Nice. Uh, pretty close to eight hundred register. About seven hundred and thirty or so actually show up on race day. So we got a little bit of time to get that number back up to oh, seven. Yeah. Well, once yeah, this goes live, so. you're. I mean, they'll what? just once this goes live, they'll just sign up and say. I mean, you'll you'll have awesome. to cap it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Good I just, that. <laughs> uh, you know, looking at the. Web, I am signed up for the fifty, by the way, the fifty awesome. miler. So cool. that'll be my first fifty miler. I've done the the fifty uh, k in the fall. Okay. Twice. Okay. So I got my little soup bowl, chili bowl, and awesome. You'll it. get another one for the fifty mile. Yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. Get get the whole. Be the first in your neighborhood to have the whole set. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have people gunning for that. Too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So uh, I was doing a little history on the website. You have a little bio, sort of, and uh, you came to Utah in 04. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from all over. Uh, okay. I've I've lived all over the country all my life. Um, I moved here in Utah for job-related reasons, and uh, I love it here and, and hope to stay here for a good long time. So moved to Utah in 04, and then uh, I think the buff- first Buffalo run was in 06? Correct. 25 and a 50K? Yes. And uh, do you remember the first time you stepped on the island? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Vividly. Um, I, I, came out, I, I came out and interviewed with ATK. That was uh, okay. who I went to work for when I came out here. And uh, I had them keep me over the weekend. And uh, in the hotel I was staying at, they there you know some brochures out in the lobby, and I saw this one that said Antelope Island. So I picked it up and looked at it and thought, well, that's kind of cool. So I thought I'll go visit this place. So I drove out there, and I, I was on the main road there up on on the hillside, and there were two huge bulls right next to the road grazing. I could have reached out and touched them. And I thought, this is the coolest place yeah. ever. Yeah. And then I discovered that there were trails out there, and I thought, yeah. oh, I've got to go run the trails. And so I started running the trails out there. And then I heard about this volunteer group called the Trail Patrol, and they're part of the state park. Mm-hmm. And so I joined them, and now I get volunteer hours for going out and running on the trails. Oh, there you go. So, uh, you know, it's a win-win for me. That sounds great. <laughs> and... Uh, um, you know, from there, then I thought, well, gosh, we need, there weren't too many trail races in, in around here at the time. I think the only ones were uh, essentially Squaw Peak 50 and the Wasatch 100. And so I made a little proposal to the state park, and they were a little hesitant, but they said, mm, okay, we'll let you do it, and we'll see how it goes. And after that, they've just been like, 
do whatever you want. Let Jim do whatever he wants. <laughs> which, which I guess now the island is open to you can do whatever you want, right? Like you can go wherever out there. Well, um, we had we had a, our annual trail patrol meeting a couple weeks ago, and uh, the park manager told us that for a two-year trial period starting April first, not before then, for all of those of you okay. that are thinking about doing this, yes, starting April first. It's my understanding that the entire island will be open access. That means that you do not have to stay on the trails, and you can go way into the backcountry if you want. So it's does that mean then it's it's legal to ride a buffalo out there, a bison? Excuse uh, me. Well, no, because they would nail you for harassing the wildlife. Oh, that's a shame. Now <laughs> that would have plus that, good luck catching one. Yeah, right. Well. That would never happen in a race, right? Like, well, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, but there was an incident a couple years ago where uh, just someone last who was year. just last year, just last, just year. last year, who now he was not a runner, no. correct? A spectator, um, a spectator who aggravated, we'll say, was um, one of the local population. What happened out there? Well, um, the spectator's son was entered in the race, and. Uh, um, from what I understand, from the, all, the, all the stories that I've gathered, <laughs> the, research. Uh, the research, the vast <laughs> amounts of research that I've done and, and witness statements and so on. Anyway, evidently there was this rather large bull that was moseying towards the White Rock Trailhead, that, that opening in the fence there. And for those unfamiliar, the bull, it's a bison, it's a buffalo, like Yellowstone, yes. like big buffalo we're, bison. We're talking guy. 1,800 pounds of, of meat on the hoof. Wow. You know, furry meat on the hoof. And uh, he was heading for that, that opening where the trailhead is and yeah. through the fence at the White Rock Bay Trailhead. And uh, according to this guy, from what he told me, he was concerned because it was right when I was going to start the 100-mile runners. Uh-huh. And he was concerned that the runners were going to be coming down there and that the bison would, uh, you know, potentially charge one of them or hurt one of them or something like that. So there's various stories that say that he threw rocks at the buffalo or just generally harassed it and then there's other stories that say no he didn't but at any rate uh, i'm gonna go with what earl the buffalo said yeah and what, what did he say he he said that this guy got in his personal space and he didn't like it so he headbutted him against the fence <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> And, and those the guy was, was okay, basically, right? I mean, he told me he was okay. I, you know, he was a little shaken up. Um, I immediately called the ranger and said, "Hey, we've got an incident with a, a, a bison down here." You might did that wanna... stall the start of the race? Oh or? no, okay. no, because I didn't find out about it until after I had started the hundred milers. Okay. I, I couldn't see down the hill to that area. Otherwise, I may have held off for a minute or sure. two. Uh, just to give Earl a chance to get out of the way. Right. So Earl's the name of the bison. Yeah. Some of us, some and... of us runners out there, we've we've named that bison Earl. Earl. I have no. I, yeah, I couldn't pick him out of a crowd now, but <laughs> Earl sure, is sure. the bison. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, the guy uh, I think was shook up, but he told me he wasn't hurt at all. Um, the ranger had a talk with him. The whole incident, the picture, and everything went viral. It did. Uh, there yeah. were there were uh, online newspapers in the UK picking it up. Oh, you're kidding? No, <laughs> the Telegraph, I think. Yeah, the Telegraph, sure. Uh, so yeah, it it went viral. I know the guy that took the picture, and, and uh, he he was 
lucky enough to make a little bit of money off the picture selling it to various news outlets. From what I remember <laughs> of the picture, he basically caught the action right of, of oh, yeah. the headbutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, the guy was off the ground, off the and ground, pinned the against the fence. Ooh. What not to do? Now we go yeah. to Yellowstone every year, and, and we see people get way too close to those those animals, and they're beautiful animals, and. And they seem gentle, but you can piss them off. Like they're they're a wild animal. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But but you've never had an incident at any of your races. I mean, they typically stay out of the way unless you aggravate. Generally, them. Yeah. Um, I I've had runners tell me that they've been chased by them. Uh-huh. Uh I've had runners tell me that buffalo have run beside them. Interesting. Um, I I myself just in my my That's trail patrol run. duties have. You know, encountered herds that are spread across the trail, uh-huh. and uh, you know, even now after being out there for eight, nine years, it still kind of raises the hair on the back of my head to make my way through that herd. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, I've never had one charge me. Um, they eyeball me, and that's about it. But you know, if if you use some common sense. So then... last falls 50k. <laughs> I, I I apologize. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Like where the where the trails are, I was coming down the hill towards the ranch. Oh, okay. And there was right. a horse Century. a horse group there, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not very fast, so I. Th- but there was also a herd of buffalo, and I thought, oh, how nice of that race director. He got the horse group out there to get the buffalo off the trail, but that's not necessarily the case, <laughs> no. is it? <laughs> no. Okay. It's not. It's not monitored. That's just happenstance with that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I d- and then the year before that, I know I was. Uh, there's more animals out there besides buffalo. So yes. it's buffalo run, but. Uh, there's coyotes and there's uh, mesloted coyotes. There's uh, bighorn sheep. Awesome. Um, there are just a lot of mule deer, and uh, in, including some very very large bucks uh, out there. Um, Jack rabbits, regular rabbits. I've seen porcupines out there. Um, there are snakes, although no no poisonous snakes, so no rattle rattlesnakes out there. Um, I've been told there are bobcats out there. I have never really? seen one. Well, yeah, I'd, boy, that'd be hard, hard to spot one. I, I would think. Yeah. Well, very good. So did you have race directing experience before your initial buffalo run? Uh, once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a race I started back in Illinois that is actually still going on. Oh, good. Uh, called the Hobo Run, the Rock Cut Hobo Run. Uh-huh. Um, that was that was my sole experience with race directing. And then you just thought, well, we need a race out here, and you. Oh yeah. Sure. So then you're up to I think four or five races. I have I have four races right now. I have the okay. Buffalo Run in March, which is my big one. In October of this year, I'm actually going to combine the half marathon, the Mountain View Trail half marathon, and the Antelope Island 50k, 100k on the same day. Okay. Uh, and then the week after that, on the that's on October 11th, and then on October 18th, I will will be having the Frary Peak Hill Climb, and that's kind of a unique little race. Uh, it's just under 10k. Uh, you go up the trail to the Frary Peak uh, out there, and it, I do it as a, with a time trial start. I'll start two runners every minute. Two runners every minute. Two runners every minute. The first one to the top. Uh, no, it's fastest time or up and down. Fastest, that's <laughs> Fastest one to the top. That's okay. Well, and back down. And back down. And okay. back down. Yeah. So you got to have the the thighs, the quads on you to get back oh, down. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and now they're all on the island. 
Yes. So have you thought about exploring any race directing off the island? I have. I've looked into it. Uh, some it's a little more difficult off the island because there's more um, jurisdictions to deal with. Sure. Uh, but I, the island's such a unique place that it just kind of draws people out there. So when you first went out there and you discovered it for yourself as, as being new to Utah, how long did it take you to realize, oh my gosh, there's so many Utahns that have no idea, they never come out here? Um, it took a while. I just thought, you know, everybody knew about it. Yeah. You know, everybody that lived here knew about Antelope Island. But uh, just last weekend, I had a training run <clears throat> and I had two or three people come down from Logan, lived here all their lives, never been to Antelope, Antelope Island. Yeah. And I, I get that every year. People wow. have lived here all their lives, never been out to Antelope Island until the race. And once you get out there, it's, it's a beautiful island, and it, like you said, it's full of animals, and it's, it's it's photographer's paradise too. There's some awesome photography out there. What is uh, what do you like about race directing? Um, it's I I really get enjoyment out of watching people cross the finish line, uh, and it doesn't matter whether they are seasoned runners and you know, or do this all the time, or whether it's their first trail race or their first ultra or, or whatever the case may be, uh, I just get a real enjoyment out of watching people cross the finish line and just say, that was so much fun. Well, no, I couldn't agree with you more because I'm privileged, I feel, to emcee the finish lines of some local races. Mm -hmm. and, and like you said, there's the person who comes in from, the person who comes in first to the finish at any time, one of them can, I'll get choked up because it's such an emotional experience. They have accomplished something. They've trained for whatever distance race this is, and they, and they finish, and, and you get to experience that a little bit with them when they come across the Oh, race absolutely. Line. Absolutely. And, and, you know, just through, through that race and the other races I've put on out there, uh, I've made so many friends. And, uh, you know, I can go to races virtually all over the country now. Uh, trail races, other ultras, and people either know of the race or they know who I am. I don't know who they are, but <laughs> but but yeah. they know who I am. And and even people around here, when I when I uh, you know like go to the bank, and they say, "Well, Buffalo Run, what what is that?" And so I'll tell them, you know, "Have you ever heard of the Antelope Island Buffalo Run?" Oh yeah, I've heard of that. So I, you know, I have a friend relative cousin whoever is you know brother whatever that's run it or you know something like that yeah and they know of it so it's it's a lot of fun to to just meet people that are, are familiar with it now it's just it's enjoyable what uh what absolutely sucks about being a race director um besides the lack of sleep three days up to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah come come when I get up Friday morning, I won't be going to bed till Saturday night. <laughs> being right. being awake for about forty five hours is kind of sucks. But and, and, and you get rich off it too, right? I mean, you oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know when I when I count up the the hours I put in every year versus, you know, the money I make off of it, um, yeah, minimum wage comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not too bad. <laughs> but uh, but you know, it, it it supports my running habit. Sure. So. Sure. Pays for my shoes. <laughs> well, I think you do a great job on the website, which is uh, buffalorun.org, of trying to answer some of the basic questions or the frequently most asked questions 
What, what are some of the most bizarre requests or questions you've received from runners? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you know, I don't get too many. I get Every once in a while, I'll get somebody that'll, that'll hit me for a free entry. Yeah. And so I, I kind of have a, a criteria for that. And, you have uh, to be on the Gear 30 podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, 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 it has to be of a benefit to the runners, to my other runners. So I, I've had a couple of people say, hey, I'd, I'd like to get a free entry. And I'm like, well, why? Well, because I'm fast and it costs a lot of money to drive from Colorado. Sorry. Because that benefits <laughs> you how. Exactly. That's, that's, I explained to them that what my criteria is, you know, if, if you're a sponsor, I'm more than happy to, to pony up an entry or two. Sure. Uh, volunteers uh, get, if you volunteer uh, eight hours at one of my races, uh, you get a comp entry at one of my races oh, sometime within the I next year. Take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I do have people that do take advantage of it every year. And I'm more than happy to uh, provide a comp entry for eight hours of volunteer time. You're, the volunteers, and, and, I, and really that's the only uh, uh, ultra races I've, I've ever done, if you call the 50K an ultra race. It is. Um, <laughs> but the, the, I've ran a few marathons, uh, San Diego, St. George, Ogden, Salt Lake. Um, but I tell you what, you have the, the best volunteers oh, I've, ever, I've ever come across. I mean, I'll come into an aid station. I don't know how you're supposed to do it in ultra running, but they literally take the pack off my back and swap it out with whatever yep. you know, fluids I need in there and everything. I mean, it's and they're encouraging, they're positive, and then they kick your butt out of there to get in, and tell you that you got yeah. this. You know, that's that's how ultras are run. It's amazing. Uh, any just about any ultra marathon you go to will have aid stations like that. And uh, and I have an awesome volunteer coordinator as well. Britta Trepp uh-huh. is my volunteer coordinator. She's been doing it for oh gosh, six seven years now. And just does a fantastic job scheduling everybody and, and all that. She's she's my right-hand person. So if someone was going to run, for instance, myself, this for the first time, a 50-miler mm-hmm. uh, and or the 100, uh, but you also have a 50K and 25K. Yes. Uh, this It's uh, March 22nd. So if someone's going to run this out there on the island for the first time, what advice would you give them for that particular course? Um, train for it. I mean... Train the best you can on race day itself. If it's the first time you're doing it, go out with the whole attitude of just having a good time. Don't worry about your time. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would be my my best advice is to just attitude is everything. Put a smile on. And yeah, absolutely. And enjoy. Sweet. And and my mantra whenever I run a race is beer at the finish line. Beer, beer at the, the finish, finish line. line. Beer at the finish line. But you... That's just good advice in general, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you're right. Yeah, it's like slack water, wherever, you know. Yeah, yeah like, next door. <laughs> uh, uh, but you, more than, uh, or in addition to beer at the finish line, you have chili. Well, I do stew. Stew. Yeah. Chili stew. Stew well, stew. I do chili in the fall race. Ah, okay. I do stew. <laughs> These are the, two very different, very different, yes, different, yes. different things. Yes. Or I should oh, say, I'm excited for the stew. I have my my lovely wife does the stew. Yes. Basically, what I do is, is for the stew is I buy a bunch of buffalo stew meat. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, this year I bought 100 pounds. Uh, 
And then I, from just, it was a ranch in Colorado. Okay. And they ship it to me. I just didn't know if they were homegrown from the island. I've done that. Yeah. Uh, I won't do it again. It was just too much effort. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> and then I make all of the runners bring out one can of veggies. And the only stipulation I have on the can of veggies is that it shouldn't have an expiration date. Or it shouldn't be expired, I should sure. say, because I get that. Um, <laughs> Those razors. No olives, no mushrooms. I don't like olives. I don't like mushrooms. I don't want them in my <laughs> stew. <laughs> and so some joker will always bring a can of, of olives course. and mushrooms. Of course. But everybody brings out a can of veggies, and it could be corn, potatoes, beans, asparagus, I beets. I don't care. And we get this big pile of cans out there. And then once the runners all start, we all start opening cans and we just dump it in the, I have two 20 gallon stock pots and we just start dumping it all in along with awesome. the meat. And my wife stirs it up and cooks it. Yeah, and it's and cooking while you guys are out running. Or? No, oh, that's none awesome. at all. Awesome. None at all. And it, and it tastes great. Yeah. Uh, I have rarely had any leftover. Oh, you're kidding. Wow. No. That's no. a great tradition. Yeah, That's a nice I guess one. the runners are hungry afterwards. So oh, yeah. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so um, but did you run to Fremont Island this winter? I did twice. You did twice? Yes. That, that's the one we kayaked there yep. from Antelope Island to Fremont. And I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to get swept out into <laughs> wherever the ocean of, of the Great Salt Lake goes. And the next thing you know, I'm standing in the middle of mm-hmm. the Great Salt Lake. And we, we ran into literally that... Um, I guess the the bridge, the the sandbar, the sandbar. That's mm-hmm. what it is out there in the middle of nowhere, and I'm standing in the middle of the lake, and that's back up to my waist or something in the middle of summer. So, but it, but but it went down far enough to where you were able to run, run out there. Yeah, we, I, me and and, and some friends and I uh, went out there. Went out there twice awesome. uh, over the course of two different weekends, and uh, it's the first time that the lake level's been low enough. And probably in, I think five years was the last time I did it, uh, to where you could go out there and keep your feet dry. Or oh, that's awesome. Kind of dry. Sort of dry. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's, well, that's. So it was we, kind of fun. We found we found Kit, Car- Kit Carson's cross. You did uh, yeah. up there on the top. Well, now because you you can go on to Fremont now, right? You couldn't or can you? Right? Well, it's privately owned. It so still I is. suppose technically we were trespassing. Okay. But no, we won't tell a soul. Yeah, don't tell a soul. But if you're like <laughs> camping out there, remember there was a group camping out there, and you'd, they'd have to get permission yes. to stay over, I think. I, I don't spend time on it. Yeah, I think you're supposed to there, get permission. There was talk what, yeah. of, I, I've heard talk that the family that owns it is wanting to, or looking to donate it to the state, but I don't, that's about all I know. Well, we'll have to look into that. That's interesting. How's the training runs going this year? You had one or two? For uh, I have one every month, uh, starting in November. Oh, okay. so November, December, January. Okay, we had one last Saturday out there. Uh, I had about 15, 15, 18 people show up. And, oh man, that's a lot. And, uh, and what's the distance right now? You guys are at? Uh, we did twenty-three last Saturday. Yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, the next one will be the first Saturday in March, and we'll go about uh, about twenty-three, twenty-four miles. Uh, it's warm. Island pretty dry. Uh, trail conditions were perfect last yeah. week, and I can't imagine that they've gotten any worse since then. I mean, it seems like every year we get a, like a late February, early March snowstorm, and I think it's happened even during your race, maybe before. But does it ever has it ever stopped or hampered the race or anything? Weather? Yeah. No. 
Last year it got very, very cold overnight yeah. for the 100 milers. Um, very windy down in the 20s, I figured, out at the, the Elephant Head Aid Station. Uh-huh. Um, I figured it was wind chill was probably in the single digits out there. So it was, yeah. it was brutal. Nasty. So you're, you're an ultra runner yourself. What's your itinerary this year? Uh, I've got Zion 100 and the Salt Flats 100 in April, uh, Wasatch 100 again. Oh, congrats. In September. Yeah, yeah I, I drew out in the lottery. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> it is. And that'll not make not you, sure. <laughs> is that um, your, are you repeating that then? Yeah, that'll be my, this will be my eighth start. Oh, my Hopefully gosh. my sixth finish. Well, good luck. That's amazing. Yeah. And when then, did you start trail running? Uh, I started trail running. I ran my first trail race way back in 1993, and it was a 50-miler. And I got home and swore to my wife I'd never do something that stupid again. Sure. And uh, 10 years later, I ran my next one, and it was 100 miles. So. And, you, you and after running. that, I was, I was hooked. Yeah. I was hooked, and I, I do at least one 100 a year. And, uh, well, and you have a couple this year, so. Yeah. Two or three this yeah. year, so. That's awesome. Um, what's uh, I couldn't I can't imagine a hundred because I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to wrap my head around fifty. Aid station to aid station. Aid station to aid station. Aid station. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Is there something that we sh- I should not do on this fifty miler? Um, don't piss off Earl. <laughs> Enough said right there. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. So for more information on the Buffalo Run, visit buffalorun.org. There are still some spots left for uh, each of the different distances. And Jim's, Jim's got a great sense of humor, and you can follow him on Blogspot or his blog at ultrajim.blogspot.com, and we'll link that when we post this. So uh, thanks, Jim, for coming on. Anything else you wanted to add about Antelope Island, the race, Buffalo Run, ultra running in general? Why, why do we do it? Why, what is it? Uh, yeah, I don't know why we do it. <laughs> We need our heads examined, yeah. I think. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, thanks again. I appreciate Thank you coming you. down to the shop. And, and good luck um, with di- with directing and everything. I, I've seen the behind the scenes of a couple of races and the race directing side of it. And it is that a lot goes into race directing. And so a lot of times they don't get the thanks. So thanks in advance. And uh, we'll see you out there on March 22nd. Because you say don't.